Hello, welcome BBW lovers to this latest episode of Bill Belichick's World Podcast. Uh, I'm Johnny Fresh, where with me today is uh, Griff. Hi. Fourth and Inches. Hello. And Gilo. Hello. And we're, we're back in the doghouse this week. Um, we are now... Four weeks into the regular season. We've done a quarter of the season already. Um, So, yeah, we're back to just giving our opinions and uh, (laughs) insight into what went on. uh, You've got another guest coming. (laughs) Well, yeah. No, but uh, here's what, you know, we're going to go review what happened in week four. So, um Last week, because we normally record this on a Monday, this week we're recording on a Tuesday, so last week we missed uh, Cowboys and Cardinals. Uh, Cowboys beat the Cardinals 28-17. Uh, I get the feeling it's going to be a long podcast, so does anyone want to have a quick rundown of what went, what, what went on? No, uh, it was an easy victory. That's yeah. all you need to know. Larry Fitzgerald got good again. Not true. true. I-, I watched the game in a bar. In San Francisco, I had four different types of chicken wings um, on a plate, which was, was great. The highlight? That was the highlight. Um, and some bloke from Pittsburgh asked me why there was lots of people from Dallas there. Um, I told him in a very British accent that I didn't know why. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I think uh, I'd like to an- analyse the chicken uh, more. Uh, so, Gary, uh, you, you've been to you've you've just come back from San Francisco. You went to watch. Um, San Francisco LA Rams yeah. how, how was that experience for- yeah so um, it was superb um, obviously I picked a good game to go and watch um, despite Brian Hoyer um, you know it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was still pretty heartbreaking to be a touchdown down after 12 seconds um, you know when you, you tell your wife that this is going to be a, an enjoyable experience and yeah you're already looking a bit sullen after 12 seconds she doesn't really buy that but um, you know the, the whole experience was, was amazing um, very different to London if you, if you haven't been um, out Fourth to the States is looking at me like he wants to say is that the only time Kurt has had a disappointing 12 second experience <laughs> so I'm just going to put it out there you can read my mind now can't <laughs> you apparently I can yes some, sometimes we all drink too much, um, so we'll just leave it at that. Um, but, but no, like I say, it's it's a completely different atmosphere. You know, when they when you hear about you know defense on third down, the noise out there at a game where people you've got actual fans, it's so different to London. Um, you know, the pre-game was was different. Even though it was a Thursday, there was some tailgating. Um, but actually, the pre-game stuff. The US guys see it every week, so they're not as bothered. So you can actually get round and, and have a go on the stools. Um, it was quite interesting being at that game, obviously, before Trump came out and course, yeah. and, and talked about players kneeling. So we had the the full works. So we had a, a fluttering flag the size of the pitch and a, and a, and a jet flyover. So it was um, the full works. And, um, you know, what a game to go and watch. So, um, yeah, if, if you get the chance to do it, go and do it. It's amazing. Excellent. Sounds really good. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, we have a delayed kickoff, but I think it's time for the kickoff. It is. So, uh, the ball is placed. Let's let's go. Okay. Of the Owen uh, four teams, of which there are four: Forty Niners, Giants, Chargers, and Browns. In my opinion, if you were given the keys for a franchise tomorrow, the best one to take would be the Chargers. Gentlemen, discuss. Well, there is two Giants fans and a 49ers fan here. Um, and I would not 
want to be in charge of either of those teams, um, which leaves the Browns. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'd rather have Rivers and uh, Melvin Gordon. What, but word the que- question slightly differently. Which team could you turn around quickest? The Chargers. The Chargers, for me. I don't, I don't know. I think, but, I think the Giants will come good again. No, that, see that silence there? That's the silence of another one. No, the, th- the thing is, like, I, I, it was a, it's a tough choice to, between me for the Chargers and the Giants uh, because we don't have Brian Hoyer. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, you know, I like the San Francisco defense. I don't like um, the, uh, the the throwing off, the throwing offense, but. Um, I, I, part, I don't Do you know. know. I like I like the the wide receivers for the Giants. I hate the O line, which just and so the whole time Eli's under pressure, he's being thrown. And t- I, if I think if someone came into the Gi- the Giants and changed the O line, I'd be much happier. And uh, but I think the for, the the Chargers are really underperforming at the moment. Uh, but they've lost a few games very tight, so I think the the, the we'll see this weekend because it is Giants Chargers. So one of those teams is going is going to five. So so I would I would actually take the Niners, and I know I know that sounds a little bit biased, and That's it, a surprise. It, it may well be a little bit biased, but at the end of the day. As I believe a great man, I think it might have been you, John, once said, defences win championships. And the 49ers, once you put Foster back in, are going to have a great defence. And actually, they've got a great running back. And then you start to pull apart what is wrong there. You've got a great offensive coordinator. And it's, it's one of the hardest positions to fill in the league, as we know, is the quarterback position. But when you actually start taking away what pieces of the puzzle they need... You could argue that they need less pieces of the puzzle. They, they can't do it quickly, but it depends what you define as quickly. You might call quickly two years. And actually, if you're saying quickly is two years, because this year's gone, you know, if we draft a quarterback in round one next year, or we take Cousins, or we take, you know, another another quarterback, then, you know, a couple of people have even suggested if we don't get Cousins, maybe we go back for Alex Smith. You just never know. But essentially... If you put a couple of pieces into that puzzle, it could be a completely different team, and that could be as early as next year. So, I would still stick with the Giants. What I'd want to do, if I was Ben McAdoo, the first thing I'd do before a game is lock Eli Apple in a in some room. Just <laughs> could you just stand in there for me? Lock the door. Go on the pitch. Come back four hours later. Oh, I'm really sorry, Eli. We forgot about you. And surprisingly, the results will come. That, that's the quick fix, is it? Just a quick fix. Just you, lock Eli Apple in a room. You think <laughs> of, of all the problems the Giants have got, that's the one that's going to solve everything else? Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Probably best you're not getting the keys to that franchise, isn't it? Well, Paul Perkins is injured, so the uh, the running game will really be affected by this. Yeah, he's worth two yards a game. Oh, he's awful. When, when, yeah, well, we'll get into, the, into the, how they did this weekend, but... Um, uh, the other thing you've got to look at as well is the age of the teams. I think 49ers have got one of the youngest rosters in the league. Yeah. And actually, and you look at the Chargers and, you know, 
we all know Keenan Allen gets bashed up every year. Yeah. Uh, Williams hasn't exploded like he did last year. Um, and Rivers is 38. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. 38. So y- you might be able to turn it around for the next 10 games this year. So then that's this year better. Mm-hmm. So they might end up with the best record this year. Mm. But that's not turning around a franchise. Coaches don't join franchises no. to be there for a year. It's true. Uh in all fairness, when I was looking at this, I looked at the 49ers squad and thought, uh, given another 12 months, it's probably the best squad, or it will be. Uh, but if I was picking one to take over tomorrow, my coaching career depended on it. I want the one with the best running back. Melvin Gordon is the best running back. I want the one with the best quarterback now. And despite the fact that he's throwing turnovers because he's always behind, I think Philip Rivers is the best quarterback out of the bunch. And I want the one with the best defence now. And if you look at the defensive points surrendered, the Chargers are the best defence now. So, yes, the 49ers, and I think probably the Browns have got a bright future. But tomorrow, if I was taking charge, I want the Chargers. And sorry, boys, the Giants are screwed. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at the, the losses they've had, the Chargers have, have not really had any embarrassing Average loss. defeat by five points, that's less than a score. Whereas the Giants have been toilet. Oh, well, they're, no. they're, 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 they're keeping it close. They're keeping it close, but well, the fact is, you know, uh, it's just although I think I did discuss at one point on the podcast the fact that Philip Rivers is the least clutch player that the NFL has ever seen. You did, I believe but that he is constantly correct. has played for in teams that aren't clutch. And now, and now we're still talking about the fact that they've lost by less than a score. It's true. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But then Eli's one of the most interceptive players, and he looks on. He still looks on the down to me, and. You, Beckham can't win you the games every week. He needs someone to throw him the ball. And as soon as they do throw him the ball, the Giants look like winning. But up until that point in each game, there's nothing else with with that team at all. But they've got that medical condition in the running game. You know, I I couldn't go to work this week because I had Orleans Darkwa. <laughs> he was <laughs> fucking lazy. He's uh, he was inactive this week, so. Uh, we have a we have a I think well, we've did, got, we've did, got a rookie coming did he, in. Did he not play, or was he just that bad? <laughs> he, was he was inactive. Yeah, that's basically how it works. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, we'll we'll get into how they did, how the teams did this week. Guess how they did. <laughs> but uh, we can go further into it. So, but so now I guess as the turn goes, Gary, you, you're going with the 49ers. I'm going with with the Chargers. You're going with the Giants. Absolutely, 100 percent every no, time. Yeah, no one's uh, no one's going with the Browns. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Alan. He's a yeah. Browns fan. Yeah. But yeah, um, so let's let's get let's go into the the games. So Thursday night, uh, it was the Bears at the Packers, and the Packers were well, wiped the floor. Them, really. um, Packers didn't have to try that hard. Did no, they? So Jordy Nelson had a stonking game. Um, uh, yeah, basically, uh, I think the for. The Bears, I think the news is going to be Glennon's now out. I told you. I told you it would be week five. Paul, a few weeks ago, did pick week five for the Trubisky sweepstake. And that looks like the case. They've announced that Trubisky's in next week. Uh, and Glennon's out. Mike, how did, you, how, did you, how did you see that game? Okay. Well, I actually had this down to be a potential upset this week. Because I still don't think the Packers' defence is any good. Uh, and they're banged up, and and I don't particularly rate Montgomery in the run game because he's not really a running back. And part of not being a running back is he doesn't have quite the physicality, which is now proven by the fact he's out with a rib injury. 
Uh, I haven't seen how long that they're expecting him to be out. Not too long. It's not a broken rib. It's only a uh, sort of injury cartilage around the damage. cartilage area. Okay. Yeah. So that's so. fine. So that's good for them. That, that's fine. I'm, I'm still riding the Packers a little bit towards the Super Bowl here because... Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, because I still think Aaron Rodgers looks like Aaron Rodgers. But I was disappointed by how quickly the Bears rolled over. Um, and like you say, Trubisky is now seems scheduled to come in. And it's not because... Uh, he's done enough to win the job, it's because Glennon has thrown the opportunity away with eight turnovers in four games, which you just can't do when your team isn't very good. You've got to look after the ball. I don't know, Eli Manning's been doing it for years. Yeah, but he's been getting away with it because he's got two Super Bowls to his name. Mike Glennon hasn't got two wins on Madden to his name, I shouldn't think. <laughs> so that I, it's disappointing. They need the run game. The Bears need the run game badly. 53 yards out of Howard isn't going to see them win many weeks. Um, and they need to find a wide receiver who can A, catch the ball, and B, stay on the field. So uh, there's not a lot going for the Bears, Trubisky or Glennon. It, I don't think it matters. Yeah, some in- interesting stats came out of the game. You know, more yards to the Bears, but four turnovers. So turnovers it's always bad. kill you, it's don't they? And, Absolutely. You know, two interceptions, two fumbles. But, you know, this is one of the oldest games we have in the NFL. 1941. December the 14th was the first time these teams ever played. Does anyone know how many times they've played each other? 194. And and it was split, wasn't it? 195 times they've now played. So, yeah, the Packers now lead by one win. So, 95 wins for the Packers, 94 for the Bears, and six draws. So, you know, it's a long old rivalry. Two of the the game's oldest franchises. And, yeah, the Bears look pretty sad at the moment, I'd say. Although the running game looks all right. You know they've got they've got Howard they've got uh, Cohen they, they, you know but yeah they've got no uh, passing offense. So <laughs> at all. following up from what I said last week, you know I'm not a big fan of the Bears. They're just I, they're just a team. I can't really tell you why I don't like them. I just don't like them. So following on when I said last week the kind of the curse of Bill Belichick's world. When we say they're going to do well, they do badly. I'm predicting a very good week for Chicago next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that seems fair. I mean. I, I think I feel for Trubisky I really wanted him to sit for the season uh, I feel bad that he's going to come into a team that hasn't had a lot going for it and clearly pulled off a win against the Steelers team that just didn't raise its game to play that week uh, this feels very much like a John Fox roll of the dice I need to keep my job if I can get two or three wins out of Trubisky they'll give me another year because they'll say I'm the right coach to lead him but this could all go horribly wrong because teams are getting pressure on the Bears they're very dependent on the running game, so you more or less know what they're going to do. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if teams stack the box and, and crush him from time to time. It could be really difficult for him. Well, teams are already stacking the box because they know <laughs> that Chicago are going to run the ball because they've got nothing else. So, uh, but I mean, you know, it's testament to Howard and Cohen that they've been able to get some uh, yards and. So yeah, I think I think Howard's having a good season. If you compare this season to last season, he's had he had six touchdowns the whole of last season. He's on four already this season. Oh yeah, he's yeah. playing well. There's no doubt. Uh, but it it helps him that he's having to be given the ball all the time. Yeah. No. Um, uh, so for for Green Bay, um, awful hit on Devontae Adams. I was yeah. just mentioned that Javafen hit Adams. Suspended for two games now. We didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the replay. He meant it. He definitely I, meant it. I've just I've just written something for the website, and whether he meant it or not, it happened. 
so he needs to be suspended. And I thought two games was the least he could expect. But I don't understand why he's planning to appeal this. That just seems absolutely just ridiculous. So, like, I've slept with my girlfriend. I'm on film sleeping. So I'm on film cheating on my girlfriend. And then I just... Well, no, I didn't do that. I didn't mean to. It's, it's a difficult yeah, just, thing, just, though. You've just, just confessed to having a girlfriend when we all know you're married. <laughs> yeah, that was just bad. Yeah. It is difficult at times, isn't it? Because I have to admit, I quite like some of these latest. Yeah, and, I don't mind you know, I get that we've got to protect the players and everything, but you do want a bit of that brutality, don't you? There's brutality, but... Well, no, there's physicality, but that was brutality. The heat yeah, I'm saying I quite like the brutality. I... Maybe it's just my personality, but you know, I, I quite enjoy it. And, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to see. Don't... I, I want to see an even contest. He was stood up. It was he was going nowhere, and he just took his head off. And like, because like when you, you wait till we play in a couple of weeks' time, John, oh, I'm going to unleash Duncan on you again. Oh man, I, think, I don't mind. Just as long as it's not Devontae Adams, he's in my fantasy. <laughs> Go for Nelson, that's I, fine. I like no the quote from Danny Trevathan. I was just trying to make a play. It wasn't intentional. I was trying to do my job and he ended up getting hurt. I'm sorry about that and I'm going to reach out to him. And assumedly, Devontae Adams will recoil in terror <laughs> as he reaches out to him. Just, it, was a, it was seeing the gum shield fly through the air. Like when, it's, when you see the gum shield flying through yeah, the air. Saliva and everything. Oh, it's not good. No, no, no. no. Yeah, it, wasn't, it, was a ho- it was horrible. So we're all, we're all in agreement that really we enjoy seeing the hits. But we can understand that it has to be yeah. stamped out yeah. a little bit. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah, control. There should be controlled aggression and that wasn't controlled. That was... Uh, controlled but on the edge. Well, that was past the edge. I, I like it. I like the hits. I just thought that was bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, Captain Health and Safety. Yeah, John's what? a bit of a pussy. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say that. Because John's got bad knees. I've just written something for the website in which I slam. <laughs> I slam the um, the some of the, the like the, the Trevathan hit and the suspension. Yeah. So. I can't now go. Well, you know, I really like it when they. Well, I, I do like I it. Know, I do uh, like the physicality. I understand where you come, where you're coming from. They, they don't help the uh, the cause for let us be physical when they're over physical. Yeah, but no. Uh, Does so, this fall under unnecessary roughness? Because uh, you said there was no such thing as unnecessary roughness. No, because um, that wasn't just roughness. Was that? That was that was pra- it was practically ABH, wasn't it? <laughs> Well, to be fair, you want to win the game. So when is it ever unnecessary? Absolutely, I'm with you. But but I see it like that Bill Shankly quote, you know, about offside in football. You know, how can if you're interfering with play if you're on the pitch? It can't, how can it be unnecessary roughness? No, I agree with you. But yeah. Very necessary. Yeah, fair enough. I think, if I'm honest, that's enough time on the shower of shite that was the Bears. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's go hope to they're the better really next interesting week. Interesting game in New Orleans, Miami. <laughs> This was this was a dull as fuck game, wasn't it? Have we not missed a game out? No, well, no, we'll, well, we'll, we'll do the London oh, game first. Are we doing London game? Paul skipped one, so we'll do the London game. That's fine. Uh, I was going to say, I've got a different script to this. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Script? So, what script? This isn't scripted. <laughs> much. No. I guess, no, order. Order. In I all guess, fairness, this week is not scripted. This was the second game uh, for, the, for the weekend, and... Um, I, mean, I tried to watch this. I really did. Me too. Uh, but I instead turned over and I think I watched uh, uh, like location, location, location for a while because I was that bored. At least you turned over. I just turned it off and stared at the screen and it was just as entertaining. I um, went to work and just caught up on it later in the in the day. So really selling this game here to everyone. Well, the thing is that it's if they're trying to sell NFL to a London audience, 
once again, it's not the way, uh, not a game that's going to no, sell it to a definitely not. We've had two games; both have been duds. Um, at, it's least, at least Jacksonville last week were impressive, and but but I guess Saints didn't need to be. But by half time, it was three nil. By full time, I, I uh, think the last game that was nil nil at half time was in about two thousand and eleven, and in nineteen forty three, there was a game that ended nil nil. So it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah. Could have been worse. It was twenty nil, um, and Miami suck suck. Cutler was sucky. What, the, the 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 Cutler we feared could could yep. could could have emerged this season. Ajayi coming back to London. Uh, a lot was made made of him. I love it how every time Ajayi sort of uh, has been mentioned this week, it was London. Sir, did you did you <laughs> see his penalty though? He did score, did score a pretty cool penalty where he scored it with the opposite foot. I didn't. See yeah, that. in one of the one of the videos, that was that was quite cool. Because they were saying he was good at soccer as well, because you know because of his British roots. But it was quite cool to be fair. With JJ, if he put as much effort into his run game as he did hugging Thierry Henry, I think that would have been a much different game. It was just boring. I think I think Breeze. You know, allow me to read you some stats quickly because uh, I wrote them down. It's about the one thing I did do this week. Breeze went twenty nine of forty one, two hundred sixty eight yards and two touchdowns. Ingram, 14 rushes for 45 yards. And Thomas, 8 receptions, 89 yards and a touchdown. Kamara, 10 receptions, 71 yards and a touchdown. Now, allow me to read the Dolphins out. Uh, Cutler, fuck all. JJ, fuck all. Devontae Parker, 6 receptions for 69, which is pretty good. And uh, touchdowns, no, there was fuck all there for uh, for the Dolphins. So... There really wasn't a contest. This was the Saints only played as much as they had to. Yeah, but you felt they were in gear yeah. three of six. Yeah. yeah, Drew Brees. You know, he's been around long enough to know what to do to win a game. But I tell you what, it was great for fantasy players because actually Brees. If you had if you had Brees, no chance of him getting picked off. I had Brees in one of my leagues. Mm. Twenty points nearly. I think he got just under twenty points. Um, never looked like he was in a game, um, and he was just you know just gently. Totting up the points, you know, not throwing anything away. If you get 20 points every week from your quarterback, you know, which you often do with Drew Brees because he just likes to pass the ball so much, he just, you know, solidified his, you know, his position as, as one of the top five fantasy quarterbacks you can get because he's a safe cool. pair of hands. Mm. Yeah. When was the last time uh, Sean Payton's Saints had a shutout? Never. You're right. They've never had a shutout. I was going to say, I um, can't think of any. But, um, All of a sudden, the uh, the Saints that we were, you know, basically crying out and saying how bad the defence was, they're back to two and two, one game off the top of the uh, on top of the division. Really, they've not played great teams so far, and it's been up and down. So I'd still think against better opposition, they're going to struggle defensively. But if they can put these games to bed, and they're only one game behind the Panthers and the Falcons, well. They still well in with a shout at the quarter away distance. Yeah, Miami looking disappointing though because at points last year they they looked like with a joy that they were going to start to turn into a franchise that were going to move forward. Yeah, and they're not really looking like that so far. It's early in their season though. The thing is, right? Jay Cutler intercepted on his first drive. Up to the point of the interception, it was an awesome drive. He just marched him down the field, picked people off at will, threw the ball into the end zone for Julius Thomas, who didn't jump. And got picked off, and then he just seemed to crumble, yep. which is very Jay Cutler. Yep. Uh, but I don't think it was on him, and I just felt the whole team looked underprepared, and I don't think that's on Cutler either. He isn't great; we know he's not great, but I don't think that that defeat's particularly on him. I think that team will get better as the team go as the season goes on. I think Miami will turn out to be 
a better team than they're showing at the moment. You know, as as injuries hit defences as well as running backs, if Ajayi stays fit, then he will start to produce as the season goes. And he'll, he'll end up being one of the best running backs in the league again this year, I think. Some teams just don't travel well, I guess. But it's not the first time this team's been to England. They've been a couple of times in the last few years. Um, and they were the home team as well, weren't they? I think yeah. you know there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Dolphins fans in the UK. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, but that's two games where they've been really poor offensively. They only scored in their last drive against uh, the Jets, didn't they? Um, yes, they did. Uh, if, if you look at the division, if you look at AFC East, uh, which the Bills sit at the top of at the moment, uh, Jets are second, Pats are third, we'll get to that in a minute, Dolphins are bottom of the AFC East, look at the uh, the touchdowns, Bills and Jets have scored seven each, New England have scored 15 <laughs> right, in four games, the Dolphins have only scored two, two touchdowns in four games, in a, in a team led by Jay Cutler, three or two? Okay, well, anyway, the point is, they haven't scored many. Oh, three sorry, games. three games. Yeah, three yeah. Games. that's what I mean. We've got to remember that with yeah, both the Bucks are, and the Dolphins. Yeah, one but game back. Even so, 1.5, uh, sorry, less than 1.5 touchdowns a game not, is not going to win you very many games. They have got to be able to throw the ball and run the ball in because the defence is better than average, but not the best in the league. So I, I think they're struggling because the coaching is not as good as everybody thinks it is. Adam Gase is supposed to be this saviour of the franchise. He got them into the playoffs last year, but they squeaked in. And maybe he's not quite on the ball as everyone thinks he is. Let's see. Quarter of the distance is not huge way. They are one game back, like you say. That's a fair point. If they were two and two, then there would be nobody else in the division. But the the offence is what's letting it down. To score two touchdowns in three games is is not enough. Yeah, you've you've got to look at the upheaval they've had so far this season. So they've had a game called off. They've had to go to London. That's all within the first, now, three games of the season, first four weeks. So I think it's, you know, they've got a new quarterback in there. So we've got to... um, you know, we've got to understand that yeah, it's going to take some time, and you know, let's let's look at them again over the next couple of weeks, and you might find that actually we start to see the team that we were starting to see mid-season last year. So we just don't know yet. Quick, uh, quick shout on uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. If, uh, if if like me, you've been hanging on to him in fantasy, waiting for him to come good when people finally realise he's the best running back on the team. Uh, he suddenly emerged at the weekend. Uh, yeah, it's just committee committee still though. Ingram fourteen runs for forty five. Yeah. So they're just you know where's Peterson? I'm I can't not, I can't see Peterson on I'm on any not notes. Really interested in Alvin Kamara for his rushing yards. It's the sneaking out of the backfield and receiving the ball yeah. because I don't think teams with all the other weapons Breeze has got. I don't think teams can be watching him very closely. Uh, it's a bit like in uh, when we drafted our fantasy team. I picked Danny Woodhead for the same reason. Whatever team he's on, he sneaks out of the backfield. All right, he got injured within three minutes of the <laughs> yeah. first game. But this is why I picked up Kamara, and I'm hoping to be able to play him now because he's now worked himself into a position where Breeze trusts him, and he seems to be a big part of the offense. Peterson needs to get out of there, or his career is just going to disappear. I think he played nine snaps. Uh, and touched the, the ball twice. I think he touched the ball. I think it, it might have been six times. Right, six okay, times, yeah. which is, but only nine snaps. So it, it, just it's, get it's link, just to get out. Find a, a team that needs a running back. There are plenty. Yeah. Giants, Giants, and uh, go and play somewhere else. Yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. Let's uh, let's move back. So, Mike, <laughs> how did the Pats? <laughs> how did the Pats do this weekend? Which, which Mike did you want? 
Um, I just want um, I want the mic from Sunday evening. The mic from Sunday evening. Oh, I was asleep. So just. But, but okay, I'll, I'll give you the mic that I think Jim listens to this. He's one of our few listeners, and Jim wants Jim wants fucked off mic. He wants f bomb mic. So okay, is that your first f bomb? That might this be. Week, yeah. Twenty eight minutes. minutes. So if anyone had that in the sweepstake, <laughs> I doubt anybody did. But well done. Sorry, Jim. Uh, okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Right, we're a quarter of the season in. The Patriots have won the Super Bowl in the past after losing their opening game 31-0. There shouldn't be any need to panic because everyone tells me Bill Belichick will sort it out. We're four games in and it's the same problem every fucking week. The defence can't stop anyone. 40-year-old Brady is putting up 300 yards a week and we're surrendering the most yards to opposition every week. It doesn't matter how much money you spend on your cornerbacks or well, your safeties, or anywhere else, if they don't talk to each other, which they clearly fucking don't. And, and, and okay, I like Matt Patricia. I think he's done some wonderful things with our defence. We've come up with key stops in the Super Bowl against yep. the Seahawks, uh, the turnovers against the Falcons when we were behind. You cannot keep living on the edge like that. In the end, you just need a defence that performs at a set level every week rather than these peaks and troughs. And, my God, they don't seem to be able to get it together. It's like they don't know each other's names. It's just appalling. Yeah, and, and that was against you know Cam Newton, who I described as a, a terrible quarterback, I well, believe. We, halfway, well, maybe halfway through the first quarter of this this, we this week. Him look good. And, and honestly, I I I love watching Brady play because it doesn't matter what's happening. You always think, hey, if somebody gets half a yard separation, he'll pick them out. I always think, I hope someone hits him really hard. Yeah, but they are starting to hit him. Yeah. We don't seem to be able to protect him. So eventually he's going to go down and stay down, which is the other thing. They haven't really sorted out either side of the I think the John ball. might be okay with that. I, I think Unless, unless there's any roughness on Brady, John, John, John doesn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's phoning Danny Trevathan right now. He's just going to set up a hit outside Gillette Stadium. No, no, I understand that. I don't, I don't mind the hate and I don't mind the banter. It's fine. What I don't like is being told that Bill Belichick will sort it out when we're more of the way through the season and they don't seem to have sorted it out. You look at the games we won. We were dependent on a Brady to Brandon Cooks fucking bomb down the field hoping that someone grabs it. It's just... Uh, we're just letting teams throw the ball all over us. At least Gronk looked like he was fit enough to play. You know, you, you know, yeah. 80 yards, and he looked, you know, back to his bundling best, didn't he? So he was, you know, with that great big massive thing on his arm that me and John don't like. <laughs> but, he, you know, he looked like he was playing well, Gronk, I thought. Individually, the players are all doing very well, but it's when you put them together as a unit, and that defence is just not meshing, and... I wouldn't be surprised if they start ditching people and bringing people up through the practice squad because that's what they do. They just tell people, if you're not doing what we, we've said, you're gone. And, and I think you'll be surprised. I think there'll be some turnover of personnel because I can't see another way of sorting it out. And if we go two and three by losing to the Bucks and the Jets beat the Browns and we have to go and play the Jets when we're behind them in the division, I fear for our ability to finish top of this division. I don't fear this week, but after next week... F-bombs might be significantly fucking early. <laughs> just saying. If, you, if the Jets beat you, I just can't wait to record this. If the Jets beat us, I will buy myself a Jet shirt and sit here and wear it while we do the podcast. Every week. Uh, steady for, on. For the rest of the season. <laughs> steady on. But I, I, would, I would happily do that because that would just be an embarrassment. It should not be the way that it goes. What do you think to Gillersley? Because he hasn't really... He had a good 
first week or so, but then after that, he seems to have just gone off the boil a bit, doesn't he? It's running back by committee, but I think the problem is we're not getting down to the, the red zone, down to the goal line to put the ball in. They've got him as a replacement for Blunt, which is charge the ball in from five yeah. yards or less. We're throwing it down there and hoping... And you're chasing in. games, aren't you? Yeah, That's exactly. the thing, you're chasing games. So, you know? I, I don't think you can judge any of the running backs. I think it relies solely on the defence getting turned around. So, really, you, you know... You could be as bad as the Jags if you uh, if you didn't have Brady. In some ways, a lot basically, of chasing the games. Basically, our whole yeah. season now hinges on a forty-year-old has to put up three hundred yards every week, and you can't do that every week. No. But if there was a forty-year-old, <laughs> I was expecting to put three hundred yards on a week. Yeah, It'd be that guy. That's fine. But if he keeps getting huge fields that he's got to throw down because the defense hasn't made any stops or any turnovers, and he keeps getting hit, sooner or later, he's not going to be a forty-year-old standing on the field. He's going to be a forty-year-old on the sideline watching Jimmy G throw the ball. And that's fine for two or three games, but you wouldn't want it for half a season. Not with the rest of the team no. the way it is. So uh, I'm not worried yet, but after next week, this could be a very different sounding podcast. I mean, you made Cam Newton look good, and his stylist can't make him look good. He wears some <laughs> terrible hats, doesn't he? What is with all the hats? It's he's not Dick Tracy, is he? No, he's um, Dick Head, apparently. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he really winds me up. Really winds me He's got a lot to say for himself, hasn't he? <laughs> Cam Newton? Yeah. I, I ain't got a lot of time for it. He doesn't have a podcast though. Three and one though, Panthers. Yeah, they've been terrible. They haven't played they've well. Been terrible. They've sneaked to the top there, and uh, yeah, they've not played well. If they start playing the way we think the Panthers should play, then they're eschewing to beat the Falcons, get into the playoffs. But nobody in that division has particularly done enough yet to be top of that division. Yeah, not played the greatest of teams so far this season, have they? No, us included. Yeah. It's uh, no, it's it's, it's oh, just a really disappointing start, but but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Well, uh, it's, it's one of those things that you keep saying. You know, you don't want to rely on Bill Belichick turning it around. He's got form. He has, and and this is why this week I'm not overly concerned. But what concerns me is normally by week four we look like a championship winning team, even if we lose the first game. This time we were bad in preseason. We've looked terrible the first four weeks, even in the games we've won. And I don't see anything changing. You haven't seen any new formations, anybody new coming in. They seem to be a little bit stuck. So I'm just. I'm but just there, there is nobody ripping up the AFC, is there? No, uh, no. Which we'll no. you know we'll touch on as we go through. But there is nobody ripping up the AFC. So uh, as a as a point, and I'm sure we'll get to this later. But this is the uh, first time the Bills have been uh, top of the division at this point in the year since 2008. Well, should we move on to the Bills? I think it's only fair because uh, they beat the Falcons. Um, I think a lot of people are underestimating the Bills. Well, yeah, I mean, me, um, me included. I think we all me, have. And me, yeah, we absolutely. All have. Um, and uh, their defence, superb, brilliant. Um, they, now they've got rid of the Rex Ryan rubbish that was uh, being <laughs> dealt out there, and they've gone back to what they did best before. People don't seem to be able to put up yards on them. So uh, last uh, week they beat Denver. Uh, this week they've beaten uh, Atlanta. Matt Ryan was. Uh, Throwing interceptions again. Yeah, two interceptions to one touchdown. You know, uh, he now has five interceptions and five touchdowns after four games this season. Last year, he only threw seven interceptions all season to 38 touchdowns. So something is not clicking there for him at all. I think it's the Bills here, again. Because yeah, if, you, be. if you look at the Bills, there's a stat that I thought was really interesting. It took until the, the fourth quarter of this fourth game of theirs to concede their first passing touchdown. Yeah, I know. And that's, the, yeah, so that's the only one that they've conceded. And also, if you look at who they've played in their, in their four games, you look at the lead running back in each of the, the teams they've played, 
Uh, These are excellent running backs, and they've held them to under 100 yards combined. It's crazy. It's just... So they're doing very, very well uh, on the defensive side of the ball, and they're doing just enough on the offensive side of the ball. T-Mobile is doing exactly that. He's extending plays until someone can get open. And if you recall, was it week one that they lost? Week one or week two? Yeah, I think, I think the question why Shady McCoy would want to play for that team, I think, after week one, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, was, 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 was the Panthers, two. wasn't it, so week one? Was it week two? I, I don't recall. They, they, they lost early on in the season, didn't they? they uh, I think it was week two. They, they lost, lost to the Panthers, didn't they? No, it was they? week nine, one. Nine, week seven? One the Panthers, yeah, it was yeah, week so one. They, they yeah. lost... They lost uh, three to nine. Yeah, it was a terrible recall, game. <laughs> if you recall, Tyrod Taylor stepped up, ran round in the pocket, and heaved the ball fifty odd yards down the field to Zay Jones, who got the ball on his fingertips and couldn't hold on as he dropped to the floor. They could be four and zero oh if it wasn't for that. Right now, they they could absolutely have just marched through that. So, uh, uh, you know, I think it was it was good to McCoy turned up this week. Yeah, yeah, he's had a quiet season, but first game he's really looked back to. Approaching McCoy. Oh, it was week two. And I Thank think you. Clay, Charles Clay. Yeah, Charles Clay's really having well. a really good season so far. Uh, didn't score this week, but 112, 112 yards. yards. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you bought him, put him in your fantasy uh, team this week, you are laughing. <laughs> yeah, I had a great week. Um, so, somebody described it as Tyrod Taylor was dropping balls into uh, Charles <laughs> Clay's bucket, and I was thinking, well, if he's carrying a bucket on the field with him, that's cheating, surely. <laughs> Well, if, if, if Gronk can have his, uh, his arm cyber pad. arm, <laughs> Charles Clay can have a bucket. <laughs> if anything, I think that takes more skill if you're trying to catch it in a bucket. Not if it's one of those big builder's buckets. That's massive. Yeah. I think the other thing you've got to remember is that, obviously, Matt Ryan is playing with, with a different offensive coordinator yeah, this year. So, you know, shows. obviously, he wasn't great. Shanahan was there for a couple of years. He got great. Shanahan's gone. And he, he has gone backwards a little bit, but... He'll be learning a new system, and you know that, that will have an effect for a while. Certainly, Julio and Sanu. Julio's done nothing this year. He's he's getting eighty yards a game, but I don't think he's had a single touchdown catch. So no. obviously went out in the first quarter or, or the first half this week. But um, and yes, Sanu out as well. So um, and then Taylor Gabriel dropped. I think all but two of his targets or something. So even he didn't deliver. So. Yeah, there's not a lot out there to help no. him at the moment. He is, you know, he's looking, he's looking for some help and not really getting very much. I think with fantasy, I, I had Doug Baldwin and he was questionable up until kind of the very last moment. And the only person I could see available on the freeze was Taylor Gabriel. And I'm so glad I kept Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, they, all, but they do still have Devontae Freeman, who is having a superb season. I think Tevin Coleman had a great game. Tevin Coleman had a better game this week, yeah. I... I don't know. Uh, yeah, something isn't quite clicking, but you get the feeling that as soon as it does, this team just starts running again. Still 3-1. Really. They are. Still 3-1, yeah. Like I say, but they could easily be 2-2 two and two because the Lions only lost them by six inches as well. So it's another one of these, mm, it, do they really deserve to be 3-1? and one? Are they more of a 2-2 two and two team? Yeah, but then we, we also talked a few couple of weeks ago, you know, um, probably the last time I was on, you know, about the fact that they got to a close game and... A team came back at them, and they came through and won. Yeah. So this game was close, um, but you know perhaps not in the same way as the team coming back at them last time. So I think Ryan's already proved that he's got over some of those Super Bowl issues. 
And uh, yeah, you can't write off as a franchise. They're a very strong franchise. Yeah. They've got to be. They went to the Super Bowl last year, and they haven't changed that much. So you've got to think that they're going to be involved in the postseason almost certainly. You'd have thought so. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's more down to the changes on the offensive coordination than it is to do with the Super Bowl hangover. I don't necessarily think there is one. No, um, I agree with you there. But uh, so let's move on. Uh, let's move on to Steelers. Uh, Steelers are at the Ravens, uh, and the Ravens uh, had a poor week last week. Did they come back and, uh, you know, make up for it? No. Did they fucking... Uh, they were awful. Um, yeah. Um, so... Joe Flunko strikes again. Flunko, yeah. He, he, I think he, describes his, he described himself as rubbish, uh, which seems fair enough. Which, knowing him, he probably really overthrew that. Uh, he probably wasn't as bad as that at all. No, he looks dreadful. Two interceptions, only one touchdown. He, oh man, if there, if there is a quarterback at the moment who needs to be taken off in order to allow his team to progress... He is the one. Just a quick question. Yeah. Who was Colin Kaepernick training with in the preseason? I believe it was the Ravens. It was the Ravens, wasn't it? it was. So he, he trained with the Ravens and they didn't sign him because they didn't like what his girlfriend was posting on social media. Well, that's Apparently. the way of the modern world. Apparently. Apparently. I agree. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all I'm, I'm saying. You know, Maybe Ray Lewis wants to uh, but, make But right now, they could sign you to play a quarterback and they'd probably be better. Just saying. They've got the wonderful Ryan Mallet as backup, haven't they? Uh, he's fucking toilet as well. Jesus Christ. You know, one I week... I love having injured flat. One week we're going to do a whole podcast on why teams don't spend money on decent backups. Because you look around the league and half the teams, if they brought their backup in, would lose the remaining games they had of the season. It's fucking ridiculous. I don't understand. Yeah, so I, I can tell you. <laughs> I've stunned you all, sorry. I don't know where no, no. that came from. But but genuinely, you look like the Colts are the prime example of this. They, they had to play Scott Tolzien yeah. in the first game of the season. They looked dreadful. Now, all right, they haven't been brilliant since, but at least Jacoby Brissett looks like he can run an offense. The, the other question's got to be, though, for the Ravens is, you know, what has happened to their defense? Because after week two, everyone was going crazy the defence some of us were taking them in fantasy yeah <laughs> yeah. everyone was saying oh, you know, they're back to their best that got them to the Super Bowl a few years ago um, and actually they seem to have crumbled a little bit because the Steelers you know I keep saying it that they, they're sort of scraping through every week yeah, and are. a few people said this was a bit of a blowout victory but it was still you know, they scored 26 points but I watched it on, you know, the bits on Red Zone. It didn't exactly look flowing and, no, it and entertaining. It, you Antonio know, Brown only had 34 yards. And a massive hissy fit on the sideline. Massive hissy absolutely. Probably throwing a paddy, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. But they did get Le'Veon Bell back this week. 144 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, Martavius Bryant stepped up to fill the role you would normally see taken by Antonio Brown. He only yep. had a few more yards, but he looked open a lot more. Yeah. So maybe it's a case of the Ravens just concentrate on Brown a bit too much. Uh, I'm surprised by how bad this defence looks. But on the offensive side of the ball, the loss of Marshall Yander on the O-line is just crippling the Ravens. They cannot keep Flacco protected for long enough. And he's doing what he, Flacco used to do, which is just throw the ball down the field and hope someone catches it because he's not got the time. So... Yeah. They I think I think better. Bell's always going to start producing from week four onwards because he decided not to bother with preseason. So yeah, he was course. never going to you know unload into week one because it just doesn't work like that. Are you laughing at unload? I am. Yes. <laughs> oh, I wonder if it was unload or producing. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Whatever it is, he's doing it all over the field now. So 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> as long as no one slips over, we'll be all right. Um, Big Ben was only sacked once. Flacco was sacked four times. I think that tells you where the problem is for Flacco at the moment. He's just not getting the time to set his feet. Yeah. And he needs, he is one of the quarterbacks who cannot just throw the ball. He's got to set and throw it. And then he's good because that ball comes out so fast. But if he's not set, he overthrows everybody. And that's what he's doing. And that's by a not particularly great defence. Well. No, they're, no, they're, you know, they're a league they're, average. They're, at, they're yeah, average. Absolutely. And if they're going to Flacco four times, then yeah, you're talking big problems. Yeah, there, there's it's definitely a, a problem. It's a bad O-line. I think I was impressed with Juju Smith-Schuster. He's a rookie, isn't he? He is, yeah. He got yeah. another touchdown uh, this week. Uh, three receptions, 47 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, it seems to be playing very well. They've, they've got a lot of offensive weapons. Uh, and when they all start to click properly, I think they're now joint favourites for the Super Bowl, the Steelers. I think they've been Probably, elevated. Yeah. Well, if you talk about the AFC, like we did earlier, and you know, a lot of people had the Raiders down to come out of the AFC, or the Patriots. But actually, both struggling. with the injury to Carr as well, yeah, yeah. backs are funny things. You just don't know how long that's going to keep him out. Um, so, actually... They're they're a steady team with a very steady head who's you know who's been there before and actually he he just does enough each week and they've got enough quality in the spine of that team yeah. to just keep doing it every yeah. week. Yeah. They only need one of the those three players to to you know really deliver. You know Ben Bell, you know Brown, one of them, one of them to deliver a big game. You know. And, and that's it they're, they're, they've won again and, and you just keep saying oh you know they've won again they've won again they've won again they'll have the odd loss but they'll definitely get through to the yeah playoffs. I don't think it matters how they win as long as they keep winning and they, they are one of these teams that can win by throwing it or by running it they're not one dimensional at all they just it just doesn't look pretty but they don't need to look pretty to win so fair play well they see it they are winning and but and if they, they are they will get it together you'd imagine because that they're, they're, they're they're not a new team, uh, but what they might actually do for a change is get it right at the right time of the season. Yeah. Because sometimes the, the Steelers look amazing mid-season, and then by the end of the year, you know someone's got bashed up and they're not looking the greatest. So don't they say? Isn't it that saying that the mark of champions is winning when you're bad? Well, yeah, you know, and that's what they're doing. No, I think now. it's five Super Bowl rings. Ah, uh, yeah, just saying. <laughs> How did, that, how did that do? How did it do for uh, your team this week? Yeah, it was fine. They're just a bit worn down by carrying them all around. I think. Yeah, I was just thinking back to you know the late eighties and nineties and you know dreaming of a better time. I, I keep dreaming for a little while if I was you. Never, ne, don't beat us in a in quarter in a Super Bowl, do they? No, that's true. No, no danger of us meeting there this no, year, though. I don't not think. At all. I don't think either of us is going. I think. Uh, I think I'll be watching the playoffs quite as the uh, neutral. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Ravens as well. No run game. No, no, it's, no run game. it's not good. Did yeah. uh, Did Collins get injured? Did I see? Or I I thought I caught something about him getting injured, and he was their only runner, really. Um, Terence West got me minus. 0.4 was it? 0.0 minus 0.7. Wow. What, what did he not do? I was so angry because I bought in Smallwood because my running backs are terrible. Yeah. And I forgot to put him in in time. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> so you. I thought, oh, I'd make the change now. I'll put Smallwood in. Get rid of West. Ah, he's already on minus one. Good. Ah. Yeah, that's that's not ideal for you, is it? No, it's he's, he's, he's had a couple of 
couple of game, decent games, but he was really poor. Um, I didn't see like, anything about an injury. No, no, I, I may have. I just saw something glancing, and I thought maybe it was him that got injured. But no, no, because if he is, they're really in trouble. Fumble so. issues, though. Fumble issues, apparently. Oh, yeah, but worse than trouble you know, he's, he's on a. I think we've, we've <laughs> got a short leash, apparently. That's, def- that's, that def- that's definitely from. been on a few police statements. <laughs> He's got fumble issues. Please keep him on a short leash. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of a misleading two and two for the Ravens, isn't it? Because the, the yeah. two wins they've had are against the Browns and the Bengals. Yeah, and their defence was awesome but against they them. They are yeah. divisional wins. Yeah, and in a division like that, if they get to eight and eight, that could be enough to actually top that division. Yep. So if they can fight, if they can win the other game against the Steelers, the Ravens, which they won't, well, they shouldn't, but they're well in this division if they do. Steelers so, will win the division. They should. Yeah, they oh. really should. Although the Bengals are looking hot now, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, looking hot. Really? Yeah, Dol- yeah, why not? Dol- Everybody Dol- looks hot against the Browns because the Browns are the ah, colour well, let's move on. You know, it's running. Yeah. So Bengals, Bengals uh, 31, Browns 7. 7. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> against the Bengals. It's, it's Both teams 0-3. This is going to be a good game. Like, you know, a bit like, you know, you'd think when I went to see the Rams and the Niners, sometimes bad teams make great games. Yeah, yeah. This this was two bad teams making a terrible game. Well, the Bengals did absolutely everything that was required of them. Andy Dalton suddenly found some rhythm, 25 of 30, 286 yards and four touchdowns. The running game wasn't great. Mixon was the lead running back, 17 carries for 29 yards. But they did everything they needed to do and they made the Browns look fucking appalling again. Honestly, surely Hugh Jackson's experiment is over. They are now 2-29 and 29 in their last 31 games. That is... They can't have any season ticket holders left, surely. <laughs> the dog like, pound is just full like, of dogs. What, what is the point? Like, the only literally. way they can have less is move to LA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is there anything else to do in Cleveland? I've not been. I, know, I think Alan has. Maybe I should uh, ask him. We but, should ask him. Um, Honestly. Don't they have a decent... No, they've got a decent baseball, baseball team. Basketball team. They're the Cavs. The Cavs. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, a, and a decent and baseball team. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think you're probably right. So if you, if you are listening from Cleveland, Stop watching their football. Just yeah. stop watching. Listen to us. We'll tell you when you've lost every fucking well, week. I, mean, I think it's just isn't it just masochists? So just you know, just like the pain. <laughs> it's it's really not good. I feel bad for Crowell because he they now everybody looks at him and says, well, if he's on the field, they're definitely running it. We'll just stack the box. So seven runs for twenty yards is not the sort of stat you'd expect to have him. But he's got nothing to take the defense away from him. So yeah. he's been a fantasy nightmare for years because you think the Browns are so bad at throwing the ball they will run the ball all the time and they do and he goes nowhere so you think this guy is going to pound me a hundred yards every week and he does nothing absolutely <laughs> nothing so do you want to take that one fourth and inches no no the, just <laughs> the thought of getting Gary getting pounded for a hundred yards <laughs> no one needs to see that I think the thing that I liked was 10 seconds yeah yeah absolutely. yeah yeah absolutely when Deshaun Kaiser was drafted didn't he make a point of saying he was looking to get five Super Bowl rings yeah he's going to rob Tom Brady <laughs> didn't he realise <laughs> didn't he realise he was drafted like OJ they, they belong to me <laughs> Yeah. He, got, he got drafted to the Browns. <laughs> yeah, I didn't he yeah. realise he got drafted to the Browns? He's never going to see a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> never going to see a Super Bowl. Do they have television in Cleveland? 
<laughs> what? Well, that's the only way you'd see one, surely. I think anyway, anyway. I was impressed with Dalton because maybe, maybe Dalton he'll had to, to Brady and he'll just punch him in the face. Stamped on his forehead. Leave a five-ring imprint on his forehead. I yeah. think Dalton had to turn up because they had no run game yeah. and he did turn up they just had fun they just had fun they, they basically said look it's a training game you're not playing real players you know just go out there and have fun because in essence you know it's not a real team the Browns are not a real <laughs> NFL team so they just said Andy Dalton go on go and have a bit of fun you know you're playing a game like you're under pressure Go and enjoy it. You're not playing a real team. It's like park football, yeah? It's like skins versus shirts. Just go and enjoy it. So that's what he did. Well, yeah. and, and he destroyed them. You know how, like, in schools they have, like, these games where everybody gets a win? I see the Browns as the NFL's version of, okay, everybody can have one win. <laughs> I just think that this was a good opportunity for the Bengals to try out their new offense because they've got the new offensive coordinator, Laser. Mm-hmm. And it's a good opportunity for them to get Laser focused. You wrote that hours ago, oh didn't my you? Word. Did, did you bring your shoehorn with you? <laughs> would you be would you be shoehorning more things in later? And that'll be me done for the podcast. Thank you very much. I don't know. I don't know whether you shoehorned it in or thumbed it in because it was so fucking nasty. Right, Jesus. I think I think we'll move on. Let's Quick, move on. Quickly though, did anyone see the uh, replacement for Tyler Eifert, whose name is also Tyler Tyler Croft? Oh, Croft yeah, yeah, I did see two that. touchdowns. Yeah. He did very well. He was open, man. He was competing. So he pa- was open against the Browns. I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> at least he can only beat what's in front of you. That's true. But what I'm saying is, he I wonder, as good as Tyler I wonder Eifert. how many players, maybe you oh, could take this up Matt, for the future, how many players have had career games against the Browns? All of them. Yeah, but that'd be quite interesting, wouldn't it? To I see, so, yeah. in the last you know, five years, out of people's best performances, how many have been against the Browns? Can anyone tell me who the number one receiver on the Browns is supposed to be? Britt, isn't it? Kenny Britt. His stats over four games are eight receptions for 121 yards and one touchdown. You need your best offensive players to be playing the best they can if you've got a new quarterback and a limited running game. And he is doing nothing to help this team. I think he's dropped the ball six or seven times this season already, which is like right up with the league highs. So he's... Honestly, that is a money badly spent. Yeah, I think that I, I commented on our on our WhatsApp group during the game. You know, the the interception was not Kaiser's fault at all. No. He threw it into Kenny Britt's hands, and he went, "Oh no, it's too hard!" And he just gave it straight to a defender. And they literally some of the balls that I know he got a, a rather rather low quarterback rating, but some of the balls that he threw, they were absolutely fine. And the receivers just. They just didn't catch the ball. No, he's being let like, down. I feel sorry for Kaiser. It's pretty much like I've given you the keys to a car, but I've taken away the wheels and the engine. Yeah, off you go. It's the Flintstone mobile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure all of the you know the Leeds fans that listen to our podcast just you know hope he joins the Chiefs at some point. You know, they just want the Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs> oh Jesus oh, Christ! Paul lent me that one. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the Rams went to the Cowboys. And You're welcome. Rams. <laughs> Uh, really quite, quite, hot, quite hot right now. They are um, so Goff looks amazing. <laughs> really, quite frankly, yeah, yeah, two hundred and fifty-five yards off thirty-six attempts. So yeah, two touchdowns again. Yeah, he looks really good. Cooper Cup, yeah, Cooper Cup, the wide receiver. Now he looks special. Right? Five receptions, sixty yards, and a touchdown. But man, he is catching balls. He's got no right to catch. It, he looks really, really good. But then they talk about. Quarterbacks and receivers building up a relationship. They do. 
Didn't he used to live at Goff's house? I don't know. He did. Well then. So that's what I feel you need to do. In college, just get a receiver to live with them. So you think Kenny Britt should move in with Deshaun Kaiser? So, uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. I think so. I think uh, and at least don't we the Brits have some sort of odd couple sitcom. Yeah, oh. don't, don't the Brits and the Kaiser have some sort of dispute going way back to 1914? Oh, really now? <laughs> Wait, you shoehorned <laughs> in some terrible punts. Uh, Gurley, uh, 121 yards. Yeah, looking really good this season. 94 receiving. I was mocked when I not dra- by me. I, when I drafted Gurley, it might have been by me. I, yeah. I just didn't think he was he was great last year, and I thought he might have a similar year. So and, it's uh, my fault. Yeah, no, no, he he was poor last year, but um, uh, they under McVeigh, this this uh, Rams team are looking really good. Yeah, they are. They're, they're the best scoring offense through the first four weeks of the season last year. Overall, they were the worst scoring offense. So. They've certainly turned it around. The thing to think is, this time last season, the Rams were 3-1, and one, and they finished the season at 4-12. and 12. Uh, So let's not jump on it quite yet. They are giving up a lot of points on defence. Everybody likes the defence. We like what uh, uh, Wade Phillips has done with the defence. He's the coordinator. Everybody thinks, yes, Aaron Donald's really good, which he is, but they are giving up a lot of points over their secondary, which is forcing them to have to put up a lot of points. That's fine if you're doing it. This is what I was saying. The Patriots need to do one or the other. But I don't know. I don't feel ready yet to say, yes, the Rams are playoff worthy at the moment. I think there's a difference between the three and one, though, because I, I, I saw some tweets in regard to the difference between the three and one. So... This, the differences between them, 35 points per game this year compared to 14 last, last year. Yep. 14 points difference in a win mm-hmm. compared to five. Yeah. And the difference, I, it's just a diff, the stats were phenomenal. Those are the two I wrote down because they were the most impressive. And how many others can you remember? I remember those two because I wrote, wrote them down. down. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. Also, they have one of the best kickers in the league. Greg Zerline was seven of seven. Greg the leg. Greg the wow. leg. Wow. And they've got Jenny Hecker as well, haven't they? The Who's punter. one of the best punters. Their, their special teams is really good. For fantasy, if you had Greg this week, I think it was 23 points. Wow. Which is big for a kicker. Yeah. I think I've got 15 o- from Only from just Denver. behind Gurley. <laughs> you know, in, in, you and know. this is why kickers are so valuable because... They, they weren't getting necessarily within distance to score, but they scored on virtually every drive they had. So yeah. it's, you know, that's really sort of quite something. It's a, it's a great thing for the Rams. And I really hope they have turned their fortunes around. Young head coach, that's great. Young quarterback, that's great. In theory, this is the foundation for a, if you like, a dynasty um, because they're building it the right way with young players and a young coach who can all grow up together. I just want to see it at week eight yeah. I don't want to see it at week four if they're still in the mix for the top of the division at week eight then I'm ready to say yeah this is amazing and we haven't made a point yet about mentioning game eight no no game eights yet no <laughs> I, I think um, they're being quite clever with Goff and you can see that they're trying to um, mould him very similar to, to Alex Smith and they're not getting him to throw the ball too far if you look at some of the big the big numbers when he does put them up they tend to be players that he throws to across the screen and, and that then break through so um, I think we touched on it in one of the other podcasts that his passing record over 10 yards is not as strong as it is under 10 yards and they just seem to be managing the offence properly so you know kudos to the coordinator again it's working whatever they're doing it's working Sean McVay looks very active 
I mean, he made a couple of challenges at the weekend that he didn't really have much of a high percentage chance of winning, but he knew if he made them and one of them came off that his offence were going to score again. And I like that. Why not? You've got the challenges. Why, why not use them? I think this is impressive because this is, this is a good... But the last coach couldn't find them. No, well, <laughs> Jeff Fitchett... Where is it? Is it in my coat? Is it in this coat? Is it in a different coat? Truly fucking... Is it, in my, is it in my tash? I don't know where it is. <laughs> this, is this is a good Dallas team. This is a this yeah. is a very good Dallas. I'd have rather have Mr. Fisher from home and away. <laughs> is where I was going with that. Right. Yes, it, it is good. Well, it's it's a good Dallas team, but not as good a Dallas team as it was last year. Yeah, definitely. Because everyone knows what Dak's going to do now. They all know what Elliot's going to do now, and I think they're getting found out a little bit. Uh, Des Bryant did come to play though. Five receptions for ninety-eight yards. He looked really good. Whether or not he's an elite wide receiver anymore, I'm not sure. But he looked really good in this game. As a Giants fan, I take him. But I suppose he wouldn't get the ball anyway, would he? Well, no, probably not. Safe hands. He's always going to have safe yeah. hands. Yeah. And um, Elliot had a couple of a couple of bad games this season, but well, had one really poor game. But uh, he's come back. Uh, Eighty-five yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I, I don't he's know. Still, I think there's he's the a second. Lot. He's the second most rushing yard still for the, for the yeah. season. There's a lot of very good teams at two and two, so. Teams have to lose games. This is what I was going to say about the Patriots. I had them down for 12-4 and four for the season, which means they've got to lose four games somewhere. Now, I may not have picked the ones that they've lost to lose, but I think I had the Cowboys at 11-5 and five for the year. Yeah. So they've got to lose games somewhere. Well, well, I've got, out of the, when I did my power rankings this week, which you'll see on the website later in the week, out of the teams that are 2-2, two and two, I had the Cowboys fourth out of that group. So... They are. I had them sixteenth in the league. So at the moment, they're you know mid mid table, but they can easily jump into the the top seven or eight with a, a good run of form, can't they? Yeah, yeah they they just need to improve uh, their, their defensive unit as a whole. It needs to step up a little bit because if you've scored thirty points at home, you should be winning. There, there's no way you should be surrendering thirty five yeah. points at home. Especially not even to the Rams. Even if they are better than they were, you just shouldn't be. So that's where the fault lies in this team. I think that's still, there's still an element of teams underestimating the Rams. Definitely. Because I think no one would have expected Gurley to have the game he had. I, I don't know. Like He's clearly he's, capable. He's had four, three great games. I don't yeah. see why he... Yeah. I, I don't think you underestimate Gurley I think more likely people underestimate the team as a whole everybody's waiting for them to collapse that's why I'm saying let's see where they are at halfway I think a lot of it was because last year everyone said the Rams should be a very good team if and you looked at the personnel they were and they were dreadful now some of that would have been the move you know and all yeah. the cameras and you know and the moustache but you know <laughs> <laughs> you know there's lots of reasons but you know when all um, four of us have a dodgy moustache oh well me. Uh, well, sort of. <laughs> we, we, we can't see this, but we do need to put photos up at some point. So maybe you want to grow a specific moustache for the photo. I'll see what I can do. Oh, thank you. Kind of you. <laughs> anyway, uh, should we move on to the uh, final game of this this half of the uh, of the uh, of the weekend? Uh, Titans and the Texans. Who saw this? Well, I, well, I mean, Texans winning. I, 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 in my head, I was like, I think the Texans will win. I didn't see him scoring 57 points. Uh, oh, no. Watson tied the yeah. rookie record with five touchdowns in a game. Did anybody happen to get who he tied it with? It's from a very long time ago. No idea. 
Dan Marino? No, it's all on your sheet in front of you if you bother to read my Fran Tarkington. Fran Tarkington, well done, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying to... (laughs) On our unscripted podcast. Yeah, on your unscripted (laughs) podcast. I did write that down for you. Look, he's playing out of his skin. He's playing really well. But, man, this was on the Titans being truly, truly terrible. And I hold my hand up right now. I said the Titans would win this division and make it to the playoffs. They look as far from doing that as it's possible to look. I told you they wouldn't. You did. And um, so, yeah, I quite enjoy it when the Titans lose because it means I get to say I was right. Yeah, um, that's fine. And um, Mariota has been running around again and now he's hurt his thigh because he won't stay in the pocket like a good little quarterback. It's true. It's very true indeed. I will, he, will be back, he will be back next week. Yeah, I don't think he's out. But if he's limited in any way, then their offence is 50% of what it should be. I think there's hamstring. Some, I, think I, meant I thought it was ha- thigh. But hamstring. OK, either way, you know, whatever the leg injury is, he's not going to be up to full speed, is he? And that then is very limiting because Murray, seven rushes, 31 yards, that's nothing. Yeah, they can't so run good. without Mariota. And no. what was it, two touchdowns the week before diving for the pylon? Yeah, so, yeah. You know that is their offense. He yeah, he's it, it, week, it's yeah. all encompassed within him. So um, Matt Cassell is the backup, isn't he? Matt Castle, yeah, he is the backup, and that is exactly where he should say. Should we get back around to talking about terrible backup quarterbacks again? Because this is where I, I just, first started thinking about this. I just I couldn't I just couldn't imagine that they'd be that bad with Mariota gone. Uh, yeah, but Matt Castle is particularly shit. If you, uh, yeah. if you if you look at his stats, did he throw one or two interceptions on his ten passing attempts? I think it was one. Uh, he was atrocious when he came in. Well, being as red zone decided they would just leave it. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. You know, <laughs> the, the, they they just said oh, no. we're just going to show you the touchdowns now. Yeah. Sacked twice, intercepted twice in ten attempts. Yeah, I mean, so that's pretty fucking terrible, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's the that market is, quality. They it? might have well wheeled out a midget to play a quarterback for all the good it did them to bring out Matt Castle. No offence to any midgets. I'm sure you're very good at football. But, but the point I'm making is you're not physically gifted and neither is Matt Castle. <laughs> what? So do you not, no offence to midgets, but you're not physically gifted. <laughs> no one's ever described a midget as physically gifted unless you want them to sweep chimneys. Well, I did, I did have uh, a theory once, but we won't go into that right now. No, yeah. She would be physically gifted if she was in the Olympics and winning, but she's in the Paralympics and winning. That's physically the Let's same as everybody else. So, <laughs> he's back on the fence but again. Before we, before we offend, you know... Uh, no, 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 no. I wasn't being offensive. I'm saying if Ellie Simmons was racing in a pool against people of physically gifted ability, she wouldn't win. That's why she doesn't. What's wrong with that? So does Sean Watson have a good game? <laughs> Uh, Lamar so. Miller was uh, um, had a good game as well, seventy-five About yards. Time. Yeah. Simmons yeah. got no yards. I just like to point that out. Uh, and couldn't uh, catch the ball. Hopkins. Hopkins yeah. had a cracking game. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think the thing that um, the thing that got me was Lamar, uh, I was facing Lamar Miller on fantasy. That he was in the opposing team to me and absolutely destroyed me. Well, they paid a lot of money for Lamar Miller, didn't they? They did. They did. And, um, you know, he, he was looking like he was going to be one of the premier running backs, and they haven't really used him as they should um, or given him the platform to really make those. Because he was at Miami, wasn't he? He was. And, um, you know, obviously he made way when Ajayi came in, but, you know, they did sign him for big money. Big money. And now everyone talks about Ajayi, and everyone seems to forget the fact that Lamar Miller is out there as one of the best played running backs in the league. He was catching and running for fun at the end of his time at Miami. So, yeah. um, 
he was you know supposed to be one of the final pieces in the puzzle when he signed for the Texans you know um, to put into that that offence so you know, we'll wait and see I think Bill O'Brien choosing Savage at the beginning of the season just seems to get worse as a decision week by week. I can only imagine that Tom Savage has got photos of Bill O'Brien in a compromising situation (laughs) (laughs) with Ellie Simmons or something. I don't know. It's some sort of terrible compromising situation. I love doing these things with you guys when you all look at me like that. Or don't look at me is the point. Look, look, seriously though, I don't know what Bill O'Brien was thinking, but the very first thing we said this season about the Texans was... Is Bill O'Brien really any good with quarterback? He doesn't seem to know what he's doing. Now, if he didn't see the talent that's clearly here, bearing in mind he wasn't selected early in the draft and it kind of felt like the Texans went, oh, uh, well, we'll take him because he's there, as opposed to we really want him. It does make you question how far can Bill O'Brien take them? Is he really the right person to guide this team with this particularly talented quarterback? I am concerned about that. I mean, Jesus, they needed him compared to what if you'd had Tom Savage for the season. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been great, would it? <laughs> Did he not come in and play a few snaps towards the end of the game? I've got him at zero and zero. Oh, uh, he didn't do very much then, but I'm pretty sure he came on. He probably just came on, took a knee, and just was grateful he didn't fumble it. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair, compared to Matt Castle, to you know, just. Awful. Just and I forgot to mention he fumbled as well. Did he shit himself? He probably did, yeah. <laughs> what a thought. I don't think so he could have had a worse he, game if he tried. He had 10 snaps, he was intercepted twice, he fumbled and was sacked, sacked twice. twice. <laughs> yes. Okay. And chat himself, apparently. Well, God, I mean, at least he earned his money. Yeah. Well, he was entertaining. <laughs> it's fucking dreadful. Honestly, start paying backup quarterbacks, get some good ones. I mean, it's not like there are some amazing quarterbacks who are just out there in free agency. No, no, not at all. One springs to mind every yeah. fucking week. If only there was, a, if only there was someone Clip available who got a team to a got, got a team to a Super Bowl. But let's not go there. Um, <laughs> Bad memories. Yeah, we'll just take a knee. I, I'm, I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, the lights went out. Oh, I see. Wonder where you were going, man. So did I. <laughs> I thought it had gone all National Rifle Association. I'd like to remind you, you were losing really heavily until the lights went out. It was after the lights went out, you got good. I know, but the lights came back on, you know, and I had to see us nearly win. Yeah. And uh, I laughed a lot that night. But compared to watching the last Super Bowl with the Falcons (laughs) there, that was tremendous. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Titan, Titans have signed a backup quarterback. Have they? I thought two monkeys had just. Brandon Whedon is the new. Oh, <laughs> How is that an ooh ooh situation? Brandon Whedon's worse than Matt fucking Castle. I thought you'd He's be been pl- number you'd, three at the Texans. I thought you'd be pleased. He was behind Tom Savage. He was behind Tom Savage. Let's move on. <laughs> Fuck me. What, what a load of old shit that's going to be, isn't it? Mm. Fucking hell. They best hope Mariota's fit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty Abu Hamza would do a better job quarterbacking than Matt Castle or Brandon Whedon he burst the ball <laughs> and still do a better job than Matt Castle or Brandon Whedon uh, so uh, I think that's pretty much covered those that game um so I think what we'll, we'll do, Will we'll Fuller, take a break. Quick word we'll, on Will Fuller. Will Fuller he, uh, he made his debut for the season against the Titans. Now we've said the Titans were shit, but fair enough. Fuller caught four passes thrown his way, 35 yards and two touchdowns. Boy, do they need him to step up, because if they get a wide receiver playing opposite Hopkins that draws coverage, then this team gets really dangerous because Hopkins isn't double-covered all the time. 
So, Texans fans, cross your fingers that this is Will Fuller now back from injury and playing well. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, it was impressive. So, um, what we'll, we'll, we'll do is we're going to take a, a break shortly. So, um, what we'll do is we'll, then we'll do, put this into two parts. So, will this be part one? Uh, and we'll come back with part two. Uh, before we go for part, finish part one, do you want to mention um, the teams on buys for next week? Because for fantasy players, this might be quite important because there's four teams on buys. Yeah, so we're, we're into proper bye weeks now. Um, so obviously the, the ones in week one were unexpected and, and uncontrollable, but we're into the, the part where you're going to have to start mixing up your bench. And if you drafted badly... Some people don't look at what week Hello. their players are on buys. Um, so that's a bit of a hint for next year. Don't take four running backs that all have buys the same week. Because Who you're did gonna, that? Um, Paul may have taken a load of people that are on oh, buys. It's in the Green Bay Seahawks. So, yeah. So, yeah. I think it might be week eight, actually. You might be screwed. But, okay, mate. Um, Terrible but, game, mate. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, essentially, you know, it's important to notice. So yeah, Falcons, um, which you know is, comes at a great time for them. Julio Jones injured, so it gives him some time. It's, it didn't look that bad. He ran to the locker room as a as a player that has Julio Jones in my fantasy team to see him run to the locker room to be told he couldn't run. I was pretty fucked off if I'm honest <laughs> with you. It's like what what's that, what's that about? He can run a little bit. I just saw him. Yeah, getting back out. Um, so, but that should help. Um, Redskins, obviously, Kirk Cousins, um, his wife's just had their first baby. Um, so he's desperate to get out on the field. Did he get two weeks parental? Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> it seems to have worked out just perfectly. So I don't know how the NFL worked that, but um, obviously it gives him a bit of time to get a bit of sleep. So, um, so you know, yeah, fair um, enough. So I think he was questionable at one point this week, you know, due to his wife having a baby. So, um, you know. Broncos, you know, Broncos, that's going to be a bit disappointing for them. They're on a bit of a roll at they the are. moment yeah, and yeah. Um, having to stop for a week, I don't think that's great timing for them. You know, um, when you've got your quarterback who's confident, you want to keep him playing. So um, be one to watch when, when they come back. Um, and then the Saints uh, are also on bye, um, obviously coming off the trip to um, London. Obviously, they're the away team, so they're allowed to, I think they're allowed to ask for a bye week yeah, afterwards, aren't they? So unlike. Exactly. Who refused it? So, yeah, but they obviously down, wouldn't have been able to use it anyway. But the Saints yeah. have taken it, um, so um, you know that should help. You know, mm. Drew Brees isn't you know the, the sprightliest of, of quarterbacks, so give him some time to recover, and, and and there you go. But yeah, so when you're on looking at your waivers, you know, over the next couple of days, bear in mind you do need to look at the buys now because there'll be people out there you might want. Gabriel, I think, is top of the wide receivers at the moment based on the fact that Sanu and Julio Jones are out. So Matt Ryan has got to throw the ball to somebody. But if you take him first... The opposition. Yeah, the opposition maybe. But yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you take Gabriel this week, you'll then realise he's on a bye. You're welcome. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got two uh, Broncos uh, running backs. So, yeah, we'll... T- we'll, t- we'll, uh, we'll uh, it looks like my players have been on a bye all fucking season so far, so it doesn't make any difference to me whatsoever. It would have been better for you uh, if uh, to play someone on a bye than play Terence West this week. Uh, yeah, God bless Terence West. He was he was my secret weapon. He was guaranteed ten points until I started making a point of it. I'm amazed we had no uh, Pet Shop Boys on this week, Paul. I, I just couldn't bring myself to it. I mean, I've. <laughs> I think after what I did for R. Kelly. <laughs> what did you do for R. Kelly? He likes him a bit younger than you, doesn't he? Only slightly. So back to you, Tom. <laughs> let's, 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 let's 
Let's go for half time um, and uh, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, John can check all legalities. I'm just going to go hide in a cupboard for a while. <laughs> just, uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back with part two and we'll go through the second half of the games and uh, go through a little bit more of uh, week four. So cheers for that. Thanks. Cheers. Yep.